you don't get your black ass off my goddamn phone, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Something keep popping up every time I click on this goddamn thing, and it, and it just pops up and it says something. I guess it's because the uh, Spotify thing is like towards the end of the year or whatever. Nigga, we're not in December yet, all right? Can we calm it down? I mean, I, I click on the app, and I hit record. I'm, I'm just trying to make it nice and simple. None of this other bullshit where I have to use my fingerprints, my face scan, uh, ear scan, a foot scan. I don't want to do no more. Just chill the fuck out. It's not the summer yet. And after that, hey, what's up? This is bad news, Vaughn. And welcome to Vaughn versus the world. And my niggas, happy Thanksgiving, happy holidays. Well, a nigga that does not celebrate holidays, it sure is a hypocrite to go to his auntie's house and get a plate. <laughs> now, hold up now. A lot of people are going to be like, a lot of people does that. They don't celebrate holiday. But you're kind of a hypocrite because it's, hol- it's holiday food, you know? You know, you got to put on this big old persona. They're happy Thanksgiving. Like, soon as happy Thanksgiving, happy holidays leave from your mouth after you said, I don't celebrate holidays, nigga, you a hypocrite, all right? You there for the food and you celebrating the holiday. Trust me, because at that point, I knew I was a hypocrite. <laughs> I was a hypocrite. I'm up here. My big ass is over here eating this food. All right. And I don't, I haven't been eating so much. And uh, there's pictures could test this. Now, I just happen just not to post them. So, um, my personal friends and everybody that has my actual direct contact seen those pictures. But I just don't want to show it to the public. My pictures are completely off social media completely and that's how it's going to be and the accounts because it makes it more easier to do the accounts whatever like that i'm trying to learn how to do this this managing shit but anyway i'm sitting at the dining room table in my auntie's house yesterday and and i mean this big ass plate of food that i end up like devouring like i said i don't eat that much and um i felt full like afterwards, like, you know how you usually get, oh, no shit, that was good, I need seconds, no, I was full, like, nigga don't put no more in your belly right now, <laughs> I also, too, to be all fairness, I just read this, read about your medicine, what you take, folks, because I take a medicine where it makes me lose weight, uh, it suppresses my appetite, and it also... Can you feel my heart? Nigga, you don't get the fuck. I thought I cut off this goddamn notification bullshit. Can you feel my heart? Are you trying to finish Ricky Shane Page's song? I know I forgot the fuck I was talking about. Motherfucker, I was was spinning the goddamn message. And I was warning someone about some goddamn medicine. Okay, we're back on subject. So it's an appetite suppressor. Uh, pretty much. So you know how if you took one before, you know you you know what it is. So you know you feel like you're about to burst if you just eat any more. You know what I mean? So I found myself eating like once a day, whatever. That was I ate that, and that was it. 
I ain't eat anymore. I had to go donate the next day, which is today. I had to go donate. And, you know, I was like, shit, that food, I got some, I got some, you know I got me a plate to come home with, you know. Once I warm that shit up, that's probably be the only food I'm going to eat, to be honest with you. To be completely honest, I either eat, I pick my time, I'm real picky when I want to eat. Like, if I want to donate, I know you're supposed to eat when you donate. Oh, excuse me. But it might be a little self-conscious thing because it also weighs you. And this is how I know my weight. You know, you're supposed to subtract three, whatever, from your weight, whatever like that. So I don't typically eat to afterwards and shit. And sometimes that'd be a bad fucking idea because I'm all fucking dizzy and shit. You know what I mean? Just so fucking dizzy and laying down. Next thing you know, I am KO. And then it's time to get my daughter. And here I am just trying to fucking return to reality, you know, I'm like, you know, floating in the air, like, help, (laughs) you know, that shit, alright, niggas, I'm high, (laughs) but yo, man, listen, shout out to the man, Dingo Brown, he, um, for what I heard, he might be done with, with mixed martial arts, and, you know, he is up there with age and big dog. I just want to say thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, I also heard that Chris Stokes is about to take an end on it, too. And I got to say once again, thank you, sir. Thank you. Um, y'all is in. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to say I'm, I'm going to get some words fucked up right here. All right. Y'all um, um, influence very much influence in the Michigan MMA scenes. Yeah, uh, y'all definitely some uh, MMA heavyweight OGs in in these streets, you know. And that's being real with you, for real, seriously. I say like, um, Dingo Stokes. Uh, who was a who's a uh, very big? Uh, no, nah, that nigga came later. I'm talking about like with the brutal days, nigga. I'm like when we were still under the tans. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck, man, who was? Who was that dude? Who was that dude that looked like the Incredible Hulk um, from Gaylord, uh, Michigan? Um, y'all know what I'm talking about. His name is Joe something. You know, um, I'm talking about the heavyweights. Then you heard um, middleweights. Uh, I, I don't know. I haven't seen all the middleweights. I, I've seen the middleweights. I've seen the. I've seen them, but you know, I, I can't like put together a fucking list like I'm just trying to do right now. But you know what I mean. You. I'm saying thank you. All right, niggas. I'm I'm saying thank you <laughs> for for going in there and um whooping ass and taking that. I I'm a loss of words, nigga. I, nigga, nigga. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. I, it ain't. I'm not, I'm not trying to come disrespectful and anything like that, nigga. I just forgot how to put it in a very casual way. But thank you for your service. Thank you for the influence and everything like that. Just thank you, man. Like, seriously, thank you. You know, y'all did some big ass shit. You know, like uh, Stokes went over there. He, fuck, I'm gonna mess this up. He went over there to fucking uh, starts with Poland. Is it Poland? I, I, there's so many peas in this goddamn world that as an island or as a a whole nother country and shit like that. I, I'm gonna stop. All right, and then Dingo, you know he. He went to King of the Cage and shit. You know, there's some other big cats uh, that, 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 no, he came after 
<laughs> I'm talking about the. I was gonna say uh, the the Mohawk dude, um, uh, Josh Parisian. You know, um, shit. Uh, was it Leroy Johnson? That is the blackest name I have ever heard in my goddamn life. And you know, there's some other heavyweight cats out there. That dude, the the animated. Um, <laughs> I just had to stop. Them anime niggas. <laughs> As Blast once called <laughs> them anime niggas. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Them niggas, the anime niggas, team team tubs and shit, man. Rest in peace, tubs, bro. Uh, yeah, man. Like them niggas came like. After you know, like afterwards, and they were they were um they they was in the damn game. Let's say that it was in there, bro. Let's just say that. All right, they were they were on their shit. They were on their shit. You know, like they still some of them are still in there, man. Like I want to fight some people. Like I want to fight Lawrence Bond. You know, I want to fight fucking uh I was gonna say Aaron Bosberry. <laughs> He's a child predator. We we don't acknowledge that nigga. <laughs> that fight's been overturned by morals. <laughs> uh, this, I I shouldn't joke about that, but uh, yeah, look it up. He's he's a he's a he's a pedophile, and his uncle schemes things. I guess I'm just airing dirty dirty laundry out here, huh? And then I forgot what the fuck I was going to say. You know, oh, oh, I want to fight these niggas, you know, respectfully. You know, we got Lawrence Baum. I see Anthony Coleman. He even went over to my fucking sport. Really? Now, I really want to fight the nigga. All right, now, disrespectfully, I want to fight this nigga. But respectfully, you know what I'm doing. <laughs> no, no, big ups. Because, uh, nigga, that's hard to do. And you graduated? Damn. That's hard to do. I'm telling you, you do MMA for a number of years and shit, and you had knee injuries. Now, I tore a meniscus in MMA. Y'all already heard the story, whatever. And, you know, sprung a meniscus multiple times in pro wrestling. Now, to me, that is, I, I thought I wasn't the only one, and I talked about Frank Mir. You know, he did, uh, you know, he, he did fighting for a couple of years, and then went to pro wrestling. A lot of people don't know that. Um, look up GCW Bloodsport. That's more of a, like a shoot style wrestling though. Um, he was safe. He was protected. I will say, I'm going to go back and watch it. Dan Severin, you know, Dan Severin is also um, in pro wrestling and MMA. And I think Dan had already retired from MMA for a couple of years now. So he, I think he put Frank Mir over. It's, it's organized by Josh Barnett. Um, Bloodsport. I, I, if you are an MMA guy and a wrestling guy, check out Bloodsport. I'm gonna have to start getting these like, like a Bloodsport comp uh, like compilation. You know what I mean? Like, I really enjoy that concept. Like, I I think we should do more shoot feds like that. Apparently they do it in Indiana, whatever like that. Um, yeah, I, de I like I definitely do some shoot shit, man. I, I mean, I, that'd be great. To be be fucking honest with you, <laughs> that be that be some great like like uh, the match ends you know cinematically. You know what I mean? 
like they they like shoot fight, you know, doing love taps and shit like that. And, man, get the fuck out of my phone. All right, they doing, shit, you know, shoot fights, love taps, and you know, like submissions, but they're not really locked on or whatever like that. And they just end ridiculously, right? Like Street Fighter. Like all of a sudden he get pile driver, he KO. <laughs> But I like that shit, though. I like that shit. It's two of the, my worlds being mixed in, you know? That's why I fell so in love with Minoru Suzuki watching some of this old um, pan craze. I will say pride. And for um, a fact, Minoru Suzuki's last MMA match was against... He also gave his last match to when he retired. So... Minoru Suzuki's last MMA match was against Jushin Thunder Liger. Yes. It, and they must have had an agreement. Because <laughs> I swear to God, about 30 years later, Jushin Thunder Liger had his last match with Minoru Suzuki in New Japan. I think he was Battle Liger or something like that. First, he was Kaijin Liger, or I, I'm saying it right, Kan Kanshin Liger. With his dope ass face paint and everything like that, um, and shit. So yeah, uh, just a little little fact there that Minoru Suzuki last MMA uh, bout in Pancrase was mm -hmm. against Jushin Thunder Liger, and Jushin Thunder Liger's last wrestling match was against Minoru Suzuki. You're welcome. By the way, now back to this goddamn uh, business, okay? So I want to fight these cats though, but there's one motherfucker now that I heard that's still fighting. He sucks. He's been losing while I've been retired. You know, just the nigga just sucks. And I don't know. I don't know if he just liked the, the feel of spandex on his ass or whatever. I don't know if that nigga still wears spandex. He might have transitioned to uh, shorts or something or them gladiator uh, gear. But maybe that nigga just liked the feel of spandex. I don't know. I mean, pause. I mean, you know, wrestling's like 90% gay. You know where I come from. So I I think MMA falls in that category just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just about 80%. <laughs> about 80. No, 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 no. Let's give it a 70. Let's, let's give it a strong 70. 70% 70 gay. When it starts, when you start getting wrestle fucked, and you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I ain't trying to disrespect the sport. It is what it is. All right? It is what it is. <laughs> I forgot what I was talking about, dude. Anyway, man, so this Bill Bellamy, Nick Cannon looking ass motherfucker. Oh, you forgot to cast me in Good Burger 2 looking ass motherfucker. Anthony Smith, man. This motherfucker. I don't like this motherfucker. He's so dis. You know what? He was disrespectful, man. He's um he's like he was so cool and humble when I fought Stokes and up north and everything, but I guess I don't know I don't know how many pro wins he got underneath his head you know underneath his you know belt at that time whatever since that last encounter, but he ended up becoming like an ultimate dickhead you know, uh when I talked to him he walked up to me by the way and I just I just this is how. This little heat started, I guess. He walked up to me. We chit-chat, right? And I feel like this was the ultimate disrespect. I extend my hand out. Because he's about to get ready to leave the conversation, right? He's about to prepare for his fight that he's about to get ready to fucking lose. <laughs> I extend my hand out. He looks at it, and he fucking walks away. And I go, 
the fuck was that? You know, <laughs> it's like, you know, um, um, I think like a few years later, whatever, um, when I lost to Steve, when Steve won, even though, um, I didn't have, um, I can't make excuses for it, you know, but what it is is I didn't train with a mouthpiece in, you know, you look at my mouth and see, yeah, nigga, we, we see you telling the truth. So putting a mouthpiece in train, you know, throwing punches, trying to breathe and shit, it fucks with you and it gives you like a little bit of a panic attack mm-hmm. and like I never went past the first round in my life so I, I go to the second round and I'm like oh fuck well, I'm in the second round <laughs> I'm like oh shit I'm in the second round finally yeah I got it this far now this is it's better than winning the fucking belt <laughs> let's fucking go and you know my dumb ass is getting tired. I'm throwing these heavy blows. I'm trying to get him out of there. You know, this nigga said he sprung his hand into my stomach and shit. And um, next thing you know, I wish you would have kept the fight going, man. I, I was fine, nigga. I was just doing the, uh, the, the <laughs> I was doing the hands on the knees thing, which... Which is crazy, because Larry Roy, like, he was in my corner because Kelly got knocked the fuck out in the first round before my fight and shit. And he goes, this is what they used to call me, like, Kiji. Like, man, Kiji, man, we used to go, like, 12 rounds to the gym. What's... Like, what's up? Like, I don't know, man. Like, I haven't fought in front of people in a while. I don't know. Like, it's probably that. You know, I was ready to murder this dude. Now, all of a sudden, I'm... I can't like go two rounds. Like yeah, you're right. Like we used to, we used to get it in a good, good twelve rounds with everybody, especially with Blazers there. You, you had no choice but fight that nigga a couple of times that day. <laughs> it's like, like I, I can't express how much Blazers was my favorite sparring partner and Gary. Um, my they were both my favorite sparring partners, bro. Uh, and Daryl, Daryl too, Daryl too. Um, and and a sh- uh, and um. Honorable mission, mention to Trevor Aiden. Uh, uh, he was before he left. He was a pretty good. He had, he he hit hard, dude. Uh, <laughs> when he sent me that message, like, yeah, man, I broke my um, back teeth. And I'm like, yeah, I broke mine too. <laughs> I was like, okay. So what I'm trying to get at is Petey. Yes, you, Petey, the one with the glasses and shit. Listen to me, brother. I want to fight this fucker, all right? Let me fight this fucker, all right? And I would disrespectfully give him a L. Trust me. I will. Like, just trust me. You know, like Jake the Snake Roberts. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. You know, that shit. Let me go ahead and knock him out of his misery. I've been retired for a good Almost 10 years. I want a piece of somebody. Give me somebody. All right? Give me somebody. You know, like my daughter, I'm so in the fucking zone, right? So I work out before. I'm probably got some unclosed subjects. I have started and did not finish because my ass went. So I'm in like left field. I ain't coming back, brother. So. 
you know, when I get my daughter ready for school, I know she's old enough to get herself ready. But hey, as a parent, as a single parent, I gotta be on her ass about, hey, nigga, this ain't no joke. You can get your ass ready. What if you had a job? You know that shit. No, I'm talking to her like that. But anyway, <laughs> so I'm over here doing my reps and shit, and cause this 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 would led to me texting uh Road Rash, um, one half of No Man's, um. I, uh, shit, I forgot what I did. Oh, uh, so all of a sudden, I just got done doing this workout, right? And, and I started barking like Rick Steiner, like, <laughs> you know, that shit. Like, and uh, um, my daughter's like, why the fuck are you? Know, she's, <laughs> I think she's this. Why the fuck are you barking? I don't know. I, I think it's a Michigan thing. I think you're a fairy. I'm like, <laughs> what? It's <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a fairy. My dad's a fairy. My dad's a fairy. I'm like, no, I'm not no fucking fairy. <laughs> I think it's a Steiner thing. You're like, what's a Steiner? You know, Rick and Scott Steiner. You know, Big Papa Pump, the dog face Gribblin, Braun Breaker. Who the hell is Braun Breaker? <laughs> what do you got to do with the conversation? I just play. <laughs> I said, I think it's a Michigan thing. I think we just spark. Like, belt guy, back me up. Let me see. I, I got. I know I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only one. I, I we. I think we bark, niggas. Because we ain't we Wolverines. That's like, that's like probably embedded in our like like at birth. You know, if you're born in Michigan, you got some kind of Wolverine in you and shit, and you barf. Mm-hmm. I remember talking to James Lee about that. I was like, no, I was having a. Um, so before I went out, because they walked, he, he apologized. This is how nice James Lee is. He apologized for something that happened about maybe a few years ago. <laughs> like, you know, like, I, I mean, yeah, he literally apologized for that. It was just, that was shocking. He's like, oh, you're the dude that started barking. I'm like, no. So what happened was before we walked out the curtains, I, this is when I started showing signs of tick disorder because I had mouth, a mouthpiece in my hand. And sometimes I make noise when I do the twitch. I end up twitching before going out, you know. But unfortunately, I bit down on the mouthpiece and I made that noise. And I ain't going to lie. When them niggas lie, when them niggas laugh, it kind of killed my confidence. Because I was like, wait a minute, hold up. They, these niggas they got bark, but it was a it was a twitch, it was a tick, it was a tick, <laughs> you know. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> like that's basically what I said. Like, I think who who was it? Rest in peace. Uh, fuck, what's his name? He was uh the Jones's uh trainer. He was cornering me and he like rubbed my shoulders, basically letting me know it's gonna be all right. You know what I mean? Um, which was comforting and cool. But, uh, yeah, that was a tick, brother. But, yeah, J- James Lee is such uh, a sweetheart. And um, uh, not in that way. I mean, a sweetheart, sweetheart of a gentleman. Um, uh, he apologized for that, which caught me by surprise. And, you know, I'm not going to get in. I think, we ta- I, think I talked about J- James uh, on the podcast before. Um, but we're not going to, like, go ahead and revisit that story. Because if this nigga start hearing the story again... I might get a phone call from James in the same, in the same, this is the same phone call. Uh, just go back and listen to the couple of 
episodes. All right, like it's, it's the same phone call that led up to, you know, us casually having a conversation, you know. Um, but yeah, uh, I th- I don't know, man. Like I can't. That's I, I may talk about it, man. I don't know. I may talk about it again. Bring it. I might bring him on here. Honestly, I might actually bring him on here. I haven't talked to James in a good year. I think I sent him a hot happy holiday, maybe a few years ago. You know, this is when I'm on and off social media. You know, he's a good dude, honestly, man. And I heard he got like, yeah, that's he had offered. He had offered me uh, to take my daughter to the salon and stuff like that. Um, I think he got a, he owns a couple of salons with uh, uh, Joe Chapman, another great fighter from um, the West, from the West. You know, um, he was he was good, dude. I wish he would have kept fighting. He seemed pretty young. He fought my best friend Mark. Um, both of them niggas were banged up. It was hard watching that fight. That nigga slammed the shit out of Joe. <laughs> like, this old Dave Batista looking ass motherfucker. <laughs> What's the beginning of the song? Yeah! <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Man, it wasn't once. It wasn't twice. It was three times. It sure wasn't nice. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Joe, but that nigga slammed the shit out of you. <laughs> Okay, I'm not trying. I'm just laughing because this, this, he did slam the fuck out. Did <laughs> I, I pull out the disclaimer that I'm high? <laughs> oh my god, I can't imagine it. It was like replay. Like everything I was talking about had some kind of flashback. Of like a sequence where I can only see it like a, like a, you know what I mean like a ghost and shit like a, a memory flash memory shit so that's what happened. <laughs> Even talking about the tick thingy, I, I, I had seen myself in the cage all post up and Stokes is piecing me up and they waving the fucking fight off. <laughs> oh. Shit, I think that's the, I think that's PTSD, nigga. I think that is PTSD. I, I don't know, nigga. I ain't no fortune teller or nothing like that. I ain't trying to go back to the past. But I definitely, I definitely see some of that shit I was just talking about. It's like photo memory or something like that. So that's, especially when I did the Batista thing. Oh my god, they replayed like three times faster. <laughs> oh man, that's somebody I wish. I wanna I, I I wish I could finish my run with him, bro. Like I'm talking about my best friend, Mark. I wish I could finish my run with him, man. Um, I know he doesn't want to fight anymore and he's pretty much done, but he still trains and everything, but I swear I swear, man, we can we can have a uh, as he would say a gay old time. 
you know, traveling and shit just one last time, man. Like, we we the same age, I believe. I think Mark's a couple of months older than me. So he's, he, he big bro, you know, even though he little, he's little, he's little big bro. God damn it, Jacob Fox, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it happened again. Oh, Leroy can attest to this, this nigga journey. <laughs> now, this I tell, I know I tell this so many times. Jacob Fox, is putting in a, a really good promo, right? We coming to your city, shut it down. We gonna whoop your ass in your city, shut it down. You know, and like, but you already know who Big Goose is. We never met little big bro. <laughs> this nigga come in cheesing. <laughs> he go, 440, you're gonna be 911 <laughs> after we get done with you. <laughs> Three weeks later. And Jacob Fatu missed, goes over the top and he missed. And oh my god, Jerry Fatu is busted wide open. <laughs> And I said, the deathmatch wrestlers are not bleeding. <laughs> it's Journey. Journey's the only one bleeding. <laughs> this thing is going to need 911. <laughs> I guess I got trigger words, too. <laughs> oh, because I'm talking about Mark, and I said, little big bro. <laughs> this cheesy ass thing just popped up in my head. And I heard Jacob heard what I said. <laughs> he, was, he, he realized, like, oh, man. Yeah. That was bad. <laughs> yeah. That didn't make him look good. <laughs> I hope that was not the reason why Jacob was looking for me in San Francisco. <laughs> when I found that out, he's like, yeah, I didn't see Big Oose. All right, uh, what, who? Hell yeah, Jacob was looking for you. I'm like, what, huh? Are you, are you serious? Because we, we was going to go to the West Side, West Coast show, right? We was going to go there and shit. But Van don't do um, independent shows and shit. When nigga, San Francisco big. It looked like Grand Theft Auto Five. All right. I don't know how much that shit will cost. You know, I think we, I think I had planned to go with um, Dennis with Wrestling vs. the World. But I like I don't know I don't know what had happened but I'm trying to think man I think we went out drinking I think that's what happened that's yeah we definitely went out drinking we went to the Voodoo bar but when I came home I heard that Jacob was literally looking for me and I didn't even know what it was for <laughs> I was like I like I know I made I know I clowned this brother on the podcast a couple of times about that damn promo but I, I stayed as much. I love me some Jacob Fatu. It got to the point where I went, like, this is yesterday. And people probably thought I was bullshitting. I'm not. I took that clip for a reason. I, when Jacob Fatu says, I'm going to tell you one time, I can really I can really fight. And I'll dog walk your bitch ass. You know, I'm like, there's this conviction and everything. And, like, the realists. I'm like, oh, man, I want to fight that. I want, I want to see. I want, I just, nigga, serve me a, a two-piece and a biscuit, and I'll meet you in the cage, nigga, with a side of hot sauce. Please, sign me up for that. I'm a, so I, I tagged him in it, so I made a, I made a respectful challenge. 
I wanted to say. I would. I didn't think it was disrespectful. I just took that clip and I said, "All right, meet me in the cage. I want to see. I want to see. I want to throw down with Oos. You know, hey, you know, the Uso. I mean, the Oos man in California is different. <laughs> it's like, seriously, I watched one of them niggas fight and split through stuff." In seconds, this is like a street fight. I've been watching a lot of street beefs and shit like that. Shout out to street beefs, even though we would did not was not able to actually get a fight going. Um, they told me I was able to because I was a pro uh, MMA fighter. I wasn't a pro boxer, so there was a way I can get away with it. So I was like, bet. <laughs> and but you know, he says something that that I, I wasn't able to do and I wasn't willing to do was yeah, I signed up in our Facebook group. <laughs> I was like, what, huh? What? No. <laughs> like we we're talking now, dude. Like, like we're talking now in his email, like let's set it up. Like, but it is what it is, man. I wish them the best. Uh, yeah, I've been watching. I've been, I think I start back watching them, watching Steven strangles. You don't know who Steven Strangles is. He breaks down some of the uh, pivotal moments in MMA history or street beefs or something else that has something to do with MMA. And he breaks it down to a science. And he also has a newsletter and stuff, which I signed up for. And he says, says some very encouraging stuff. That's Just check him out. Steven Strangles on YouTube. Check out street beefs on YouTube and everything like that. Um, I don't know where you can find that. Um, that Uso splitting another Uso open. You may have to you may have to type that in the search bar. <laughs> like, I don't I don't know the title to that movie. I just know that nigga got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> you type that in, you get a lot of Chris Tucker's. <laughs> you know that motherfucker looked like Chris Tucker too. A retarded ass Chris Tucker. Like Chris Tucker's stupid ass cousin. <laughs> I'm talking about Anthony Smith. I'm all over the goddamn place. Anthony Smith, accept the goddamn challenge. I'm getting off this goddamn podcast. Happy holidays. Accept the challenge, nigga. Accept the challenge, you fucking... I hope you're bald, nigga. Fuck your high top. <laughs> I hope you're fucking bald. <laughs> if you a dreadhead by now... I'm ripping them goddamn dress out of your goddamn head. What, what are you doing? You don't got your own goddamn mind? I'm going to whoop that boy ass. Petey, make it happen. Petey. Petey, make it happen. Not Petey Williams. Petey, make it happen, nigga. Make it happen. I feel like I'm yelling at him. Like I'm standing up. And he's like in the room and shit. I met Petey once. And, um, yeah, this matter once. Um, I just, I think Kelly fucked it up for me, honestly. <laughs> Turning down that Josh Parisian fight, which is, it was already verbally agreed on. I like, I'm a man that likes to keep his word, you know? Like, a lot of people thought I was going to back out against Stingo, and I didn't. Just because I wasn't talking shit about him online doesn't mean I was going to back out. I need to go train for the nigga, and he still whooped my ass, you know. But I, I, they, that established me like, yo, this dude is tough. He probably needs some work, but he tough. He went in there with big boy, you know. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm gonna train, you know. I'm gonna get myself right, 
and if a fight starts knocking on the door, I'm going to get in there, right? Fight knocks on the door, right? It's Sheena Shannonberg. And she's the matchmaker. And she goes, Kiji. And I already agreed on it. She's like, I know you want to fight and everything. And I was very impressed with you and Steve. And um, do you want to fight Joss Parisian at TWC? I go, really? She's like, yeah. I'm like, you ain't bullshitting me, are you? She's like, no. So she's like, um. Then Petey hit me up. Petey hit me up and he goes, welcome to the TWC family. And I haven't signed the contract yet. She and tells me, wait off on signing it. They may offer you more money. So it was $800 to show up. Now, it may not be a lot to some, but it's a lot to MMA fighters sometimes. And for my broke ass that was taking care of a kid by himself, it was a lot for me. And I had just lost some weight. I lost weight. I was thinking I was on a well beauty and training MMA full time before transitioning to a Walmart associate. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I uh, Daniel couldn't test this because he was the first one to spot it out. And then as the months went by, and I'll just I look at the Disney pictures. Uh, well, you can't because it's not online. <laughs> But anyway, but back to the story. So she told me to wait off on it. So I verbally agreed. And I think I told this story multiple times. I'm just going to refresh it again because some people are new to the podcast and I had just recently talked to them and stuff. So, um, so I went into training one day, you know, it's Daryl. I think Travis is there. And, um, who else? Gary, Blas, they need the usuals. I don't know why. I think Daryl had an upcoming fight. So, me and Daryl had sparred before. We had a good-ass sparring match. This is our second sparring match. And I know I got Daryl when he got... I, I saw him legitimately get pissed off. So no one ever told me how hard I hit. I was always wondering why these niggas are hitting me so fucking hard. <laughs> we never hit with our headgear. I'm like, why are these niggas hitting me so goddamn hard? Until one day someone says, I'm going to hit you hard as you, as you hit me. I go, what? Wait, nigga, I hit hard? <laughs> I thought you'd been going 100%. Like, wait, what? No. <laughs> Teach me how to lower down my punches, niggas. What? <laughs> so I was like, no wonder that nigga was mad. I was trying to puzzle it, too. Because, man, the next thing you know, we just started trading blows. I was like, this is three rounds, un- uninterrupted, right? Daryl pulls me to the side. He's like, oh. He's squatting down. Y'all know Daryl. You know, when he get done, you know, his legs all spread out, his, his hands over his lap and shit. Oh, bro. You ready, bro? You just need a little bit more tuna. You ready? I'm like, really? Like, yeah, man, you hit hard as hell. I got mad. <laughs> yeah, he did set that. Yeah, okay, he did. I'm, I'm trying to remember. He goes, man, yeah, man, you ready, bro? You ready? Yeah, man. When are you going next time? You gonna be fighting? That's what he asked, and I go, 
hopefully next month or something like that. Uh, they already offered me to fight somebody. He's like, who they offer you to fight? Like Josh Parisian. Yeah, I trained with Big Josh. You know, he ain't no joke, but the way you hit, you can handle him. And that was where it's encouragement, right? And I was like, oh, man, that's 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 good praise. Thank you, man, you know? And in the same time, Kelly's like, ooh, look at Kiji. He's ready to fight. Like, yeah, I got offered a fight. And then I went ahead, like, oh, okay, we'll talk about it at the gym. I don't know why, it, I mean, I don't know why I listened. I should have just signed it and sent it over. So we get in his office. We talked about it. And I, I told him the person everything. Like, ah, nah, give it to Travis. See if he's fighting Travis. I'm like, I don't know if that was like a, a political thing. I don't know if he, they've been ducking Travis the whole time or whatever like that. Like, nah, you ain't fighting him. Give it to Travis. I'm like, what? I'm like, nah, you ain't fighting him. Like, what do you mean? And so I had to tell Sheena, it broke my heart. And I was like, I was just apologizing to her profusely, right? I was like, man, Kelly said no. Kelly said no. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You know, and, and I think it was already like to Josh's ear that I had accepted the fight. But Sheena had to, you know, tell him the bad news. And then I got roasted online. I think this is what led to me just like, yeah, I'm, I'm about to get off social media. <laughs> Man, I got roasted. He later, I found a screenshot. He later uh, hit me up, uh, Josh Parisian. He hit me up. He goes, hey, man, what's how you doing, man? Nobody won't fight me. So uh, I was wondering. He, I don't know if he was, like thought I was really back, on, back out or whatever like that. I was like, I said, yeah, I don't mind fighting you, bro. Like, but it's, it's my coach's decision. You know, at the time, I was trying to be respectful. So... I said, you got to go through Kelly True, man, to get that fight happen. You know, all right, I'll talk to Kelly, you know, and nothing ever came out of it. So I said, well, fuck it. I'm, I'm retired. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I, I, that's my time. I didn't even know what the fuck I talked about. And like, um, yeah, I want to hear some wrestling stuff, right? Okay. AEW starting to irk me. All right. <laughs> all right. That's. Don't worry about that. AEW is irking me, all right, with everything, all right. Um, good wrestling, by the way. Good wrestling, bad product. Just uh, the execution is starting. To, that that change the revolutionary wrestling shit is over with now. Like the honeymoon stage is over with. These niggas, man, I don't know what's going on. I mean, like I said, the masses are bangers. They got good ideas and shit, but this is poor execution. I don't know. I mean, they hired a whole bunch of motherfuckers that used to produce for WWE. I don't know. They don't have a creative team or something like that. They, somebody needs to. Somebody needs to get something going, man. All right. Even WCW had a creative team at one point. You know, TNA, Impact. You know, um, y'all need y'all need to do something. This can't be the Paul Heyman show. Paul, you can't be Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman was Paul Heyman for a reason. You know, he knew shit was going to work out. Stuff of the money. He just knew shit was going to work out. <laughs> I'm sorry, but um, yeah, man, it's, it's like it's ECW with a whole bunch of money. To be honest with you, that's what it feels like. It's ECW with a whole lot of money. That's 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 what it feels like now when it comes to AEW. I know Van, he laughed at me. He likes to go to all the wrestling shows, though that the major ones. And they kind of consider AEW the major ones, but they're putting so many shows together. It's like now, like ugh. like we already decided to go see Sting's retirement. 
we're just waiting to see what city because you know I'm trying to see how far away I have to like travel. So I got to take a train or a plane or some bullshit like that. So, you know, I'm trying to see, you know, but, you know, I don't know. They, they're adding like pay-per-views, Worlds in, Wrestle Dream and shit like that, all in. All I, That's what I was, my main concern was, and the build of it was poor. I'm sorry. All Out's build, a build was very poor of every match. I was I was I was prepared to see a very disappointing show. Like seriously, like and it kind of underdelivered but overdelivered in the most way. Like instead of having the AEW Championship as the main event, they had the AEW All International Championship as the main event. Orange Cassidy had a standing ovation. Um it just the the show that had no right to be that good for how much it was uh, being promoted and you know stuff. I'm like, why would they do a big pay per view back to back like that? Like one week later, I, I don't like. I don't think WWE do shit like that unless it's like NXT, whatever. Like they going over the pond and coming back to the US. So I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. I don't know how this is gonna work. I don't think it did work, but I'm just saying the wrestling was a little it was good. It, it, it always helped to be there in person because. Um, it depends on the crowd. If the crowd's hot, you into it, no matter what. Um, and you get, you find yourself shouting and whatever like that, even though if you're a worker or not, you know what I mean? So you find yourself getting really into it. And I like, I like shows like that. I like shows when I get really into it and don't have to worry about looking for a spot this here and there and shit like that. You know, um, that's, that, that's what kind of shows I, I like to, uh, enjoy. Um, but yeah, AEW man is starting to suck balls. The game is day of reckoning with poor creative wrestler with no other. Ma- y'all could if y'all were gonna make day of reckoning, man. Just just port the fucking whole day of reckoning shit and reskin it. Can somebody somebody in the mod community please just redo day of reckoning with AEW wrestlers? I know it's possible. I know people can do it. Just just do it for me. Just for me. And I want to see night and day. Like how Day of Reckoning holds up to AEW Fight Forever. I'm um, seriously. Because that was never going to play as No Mercy. And I was like, okay, this it might be more like Here Comes the Pain. But no. I, I, I When I saw it and the way it looked and everything, I, I automatically said Day of Reckoning. I said Day of Reckoning. You know. And I guess they're doing the whole EA thing, and I miss gaming, man. Like, real old-school gaming, where I don't have to pay for certain items. I just unlock them because of hard work, double-jumping levels and shit like that. You know, I, I just hate it. You I mean, I just hate you have to spend money for an extra character and shit in this game, especially in sports games. And another sports game comes out the next year. You know, that shit irks me. It irks me with 2K. Um... I think AEW said they were going to do a live service, so they're going to, hopefully it's like a Street Fighter V thing, and they just get better over time, you know, um, everybody's really looking forward to uh, UPW, um, we have Retromania on here on the show, I'm sorry, that kind of flopped, that's an art, it's more like an arcade game, which is supposed to be, but, you know, it's just, uh, what turned me off was, was a lot of chills, chilling for it, I guess, um, and they just under-delivered when it came to the DLC, um, 
Arcade Wrestling is okay. It's a nice escape. Fire Pro Wrestling is okay. It's a nice escape. I did not download. I had to uninstall all that wacky ass shit. Once they had put that one thing in there, it just it automatically updated my wrestlers. Next thing you know, they were missing heads and hands and all that other shit. And I just went ahead and just un like reset it, and I just had my reg. I had the regular uh, New Japan roster and the Stardom roster, pretty much, and uh, the Fire Pro Wrestling roster. So I'm like, all right, I'm like, so it gives me different varieties to play and whatever. So 2K for me um, plays like Dev Jam to me, to me, you know. I could probably boot up 2K22 and um, download like all the updated characters without their Titan Trons and shit. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I like to do. I like to make little projects. And Def Jam World World was one of the things. I, with that being said, I would not be coming back for 2K24 uh, unless CJ hold that down completely. Um, he got help. He got um, not so creative with him. Who is very creative, by the way. <laughs> I finally asked that nigga. Hey, man, what's the deal with you not following me back on Twitter? <laughs> what did I do? He's like, I thought, I thought I followed you. My bad, man. <laughs> it's like, okay, all right, I follow you. I thought I had a problem with the nigga. They're like, okay. But, yeah, um, I'm going to have CJ hold that down, man. He got my blessing and shit, man. He, be, he do really good work on the rappers and the arenas as well, too. Um. Not so creative makes the uh, the old school characters from Vendetta. Uh, myself, you you ever seen my work? You know they they're pretty good. I use some of that's the reason why I came back. Shout out to Marty M. I like the hard cam. You know um, I explain why because I'm a fighting game guy. Even though I play wrestling games, and most of the times so I'm going to be playing fighting games as well. So I like backdrops. I like art. You can you come in my house, you see art. I swear to God, and, and translate to my daughter too. My daughter does art, but you come to my house, you see art, like actual art pieces and shit like that, and um, and that's what I like. I like art, so I like to see my backgrounds in the fighting game. So I, I consider wrestling as a as a fighting game, you know. I zoom in when it comes to combat sports or boxing, you know, um. But for my wrestling games, because that's how I grew up, was it was always the camera going to the stage, going towards the stage and shit. And that's how I liked it and whatever. I even got like two versions from like, well, here comes the van- here comes the pain version. Have the Royal Rumble. Uh, someone made the bridge. Like this dude is amazing. Shout out to Marty M again. But because of Marty M, I was able to actually. Um, make some real good Def Jam arenas, let's say. It took me a minute because the backdrop was so enormous, you know, and it took the right... It took some some editing, a lot of editing, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I think I just released a How High arena. Um, you know, you go ahead and get that. That's a little... If you look real close in the arena, like you press start, whatever, use the camera... If you ever download it, it's How High Def Jam World World. And you zoom in, you're going to see a real small version of Man, a ref, Method Man and Red Man. They're Def Jam versions of Someone drew it, but I put it in the mat embedded. So just check that out, whatever, like that. There's some, um, I was going to put high, how, how High everywhere, but 
it worked out. It looks like you're in the cloud. It's, that's what the whole thing is. It's a, you're in the clouds. That's what it is. It's just a cloud thing. It's a cloud arena. You in the clouds, you know. But I had talk. I had over talk, and I can't believe these niggas did not cut me off. It's now um, a whole hour, uh, I guess. I've been talking. Uh, phone about to die. I thought it had. I thought I said I was gonna record until this phone dies, and it's about to die. And I haven't touched my Nas, and I need more weed in my system. With that being said, go to Pro Wrestling Tees, Bad News Vine, 810. Um, and there's a Black Friday sale. Go support your boy. We got a, we dropped a new Vine We Trust t-shirt, um, Struggle Fighter, um, a, lot of, a lot of stuff. Uh, some Def Jam War World stuff is in there. Some... Um, Wrestling versus the World comic version. They also did the uh, the Inbound We Trust Penny. You know, that's a little inside reference for mm -hmm. that. If you ever talk to me um, in person about something, my grandmother is calling me. And um, yeah, um, peace out. <laughs> my grandmother's calling me. Homies used to just say, any streets don't play. Life is precious always, count your blessings each day Mom and dad gon' pray, hoping that we get safe And all the lies that we take, we'll lay here in these graves Tombstones with their names, heat without the propane Sunshine and no rain, say a man it's gon' change Say a man it's gon' change, maybe just in your brains we will savage your tank, rather done your brain, man. This ain't a fucking game. Lord, niggas better hit the floor. Bullets ain't got names. Ain't no foreign territory. Like, woo! Shit. Where from bad news? Everybody know the rules. Kill or be killed, man. That shit is up to you. Niggas out here flat, lining their day. Kill your fucking family if you think you got away. Doesn't really matter where you live in anyways. Lurking on your ass, cause you probably fucking pray like, woo! Oh shit. Thinking they don't know this. Case closed, bitch. Chance every day, you never know shit. Running and we gunning, nigga. Welcome to the jungle. Dog eat dog, never heard of a muscle. All about Uno, keep your mind in the shuffle. Cause niggas in the wild, everybody in the fire. Drop two, drop four, drop their ass every time You push your keep dealing, get your money, Lord willing Just trying to eat 30k in the ceiling No heroes or villains, where we living is a prison Better watch your back, cause they wipe you off the map 365, it's a war where we at All this added pressure, just asking for a blessing Let's say you get the pine body bag or stretcher Riding no limit, all real, no gimmicks Trying to make a living while you're shorty at the clinic Niggas country slipping flat like you in the kitchen, goddamn Homies used to just say any streets don't play Life is precious always Count your blessings each day Mom and dad gon' pray Hoping that we get safe And all the lies that we take We'll lay here in these graves Tombstones with their names Heat without the propane Sunshine and no rain Say a man it's gon' change Say a man it's gon' change Maybe just in your brains Savage, your tank, ready to die, y'all pray, man, this ain't a fucking game Lord, niggas better hit the floor Bullets ain't got names, ain't no foreign territory Like, woo, shit, where from bad news? Everybody 
know the rules Kill or be killed, man, that shit is up to you Niggas out here flat, learning their day Kill your fucking family if you think you got away Doesn't really matter where you living anyways Lurking on your ass, cause you probably fucking pray like Woo! Oh shit Thinking they'll know this Case closed, bitch Chance, yeah, you never know shit